Welcome to the Fit Mama podcast where it's all about gaining your health back as a busy woman and mom, and doing it without sacrificing time with your family or business. Here is your host, mompreneur and Fit Mama health coach, Angela Campbell. Right, you guys, let us, let's get some answers to some of your questions about belly fat. I'm excited to talk today um, about this topic. You guys have a ton of questions, so I figured why not make one of our podcasts all about this very topic and getting some answers to some of your questions. So first, I'm going to give it a second, give you guys time to hop on. I want to make sure that you guys can hear me okay, so if you're hopping on live, say hi let me know that you're here and i have a lot of your questions right here so if you have more specific questions while i'm on today drop them here in the comments if you have specific questions that uh you haven't had answered yet because here's the thing by the process of getting healthy losing weight and most importantly losing belly fat because it's the number one common issue that we're all dealing with, right? So again, say hi if you're able to, um, unless you're just listening and driving, no no commenting while driving. Um, or if you're, caught, if you're catching this later on replay, definitely drop replay, just so at least I know that you're catching this. And of course, this is also our Fit Mama podcast episode. So if you're catching this later on the actual podcast, Join our group if you're not in there yet. You can go to acfitmama, M-A-M-A.com, slash Facebook. Hop in here. It's a group for all women. If you are a woman, you're welcome to our group. Okay? It's the only rule. (laughs) Um, So here's the thing. I'm going to get right into it. You guys have a ton of questions regarding belly fat. The number one thing I'm going to say is if you have not had a chance to go check out in this group, I'll put the links below here just after this. But there's, I've done some really amazing trainings regarding belly fat, how to measure it, how to know if you're in the safe zone or if you know you're at a risk uh, area for too much belly fat, visceral fat, which causes health issues. Like there's so many things. If you're new to this Facebook group, put new in the comments. I'd love to see if you literally just joined. I know so many women are finding our group on a daily basis um, and joining a lot. So just know uh, we welcome you. We're super excited. And so many women have recently hopped on board, committed to themselves and decided, you know what, Angela, we need help. And have also started our VIP programs that we run with our Fit Mama coaching group. So massive welcome to all of you guys. Um, massive welcome to Jamie Wakefield, who literally just got signed up and getting started next week. I'm so excited for all y'all and extremely grateful and feel extremely blessed to even be able uh, to, to be on your journey with you. So let's get to the questions. Belly fat. (laughs) Is it driving you crazy? Is it something that you're struggling with? Um, it's, it's very common, obviously, right? It's why we focus this group on it because it is a very common thing that's, that's, um, that is a goal and a struggle at the same time, right? So again, I will drop some trainings that I did in here because I really highly encourage you to watch them because I've gone in so much more detail on all the aspects. Um, but here's some of the questions that I'm going to go over with you today. So I have 11 questions that I wrote down and, uh, and I'm going to go through them. So let's just go down number one. Number one question to belly fat. How in the world do I get rid of it? What in the world... Is it? Why is it coming on? Why will it not go away? So many different things, right? 
But the first question was, what exercise do I do? Okay, so what exercise do I do to get really rid of belly fat? Here's the thing that I want to say about that. Exercises vary. And I want to tell you that you don't have to do hundreds of sit-ups every day. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because that's a, it's a very, it's a misconception, a mis, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's something that I think in our world, in our society, I like, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, I can't remember, but just remember growing up and always doing sit-ups, always doing sit-ups. I'm like, mm, man, to get abs, I have to have sit-ups. And that's not really the case. There is truth behind your abs being made in the kitchen. Nutrition has a bigger impact on your belly fat um, than necessarily an exercise. But I will tell you this, when it comes to, um, when it comes to getting rid of belly fat or, or exercise in general wrapped around this specific topic, the biggest things that I wanna tell you to do is focus on your core, focus on everything. Not focus on just, I gotta do 100 sit-ups every day because that's not gonna do it, you guys. You, If your diet isn't, uh, it, it, I will never strive and ask you to have your diet perfect, ever, never. Not anyone that I'm coaching in our programs or anything. But if you're, you can do sit-ups all day long, you guys, and if your nutrition isn't uh, cleaning, you're, you're not cleaning it up, you're not working on it, you're not doing better and better and better and better, um, with certain things that I'm going to talk to you about as well today too, then you can do sit-ups all day long. It's not going to make a difference. Okay. So when it comes to exercise, my favorite exercises are all core based, anything in the plank position or just a simple plank. Okay. Put planks in the comments if you're watching right now. And if you do them, hate them, love them, whatever, put planks below because guys, planks is some of the, the best things that you can do. Um, when it comes to core, if you want to flatten your stomach, tighten it up, tone it, it's not about sit-ups and this constant crunching movement. It's about getting in that plank position. Ideally, my I, what I recommend is elbows and toes if you can. Do elbows and knees first. Guys, if you can't hold a plank for very long, it is okay. You gotta start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. So maybe that's on your elbows and your knees. Um, and hold it there as long as you can. But the key though is contraction. You have to squeeze, squeeze. I used to say squeeze whatever I used to teach uh, boot camps and make them um, hold planks. Squeeze, you gotta squeeze everything, your core, your glutes, your abs, your everything. Okay, so anything in the plank position, there's a lot of exercises you can do that, that include um, like in the standing and inverted position as well too, um, that are over your head and different things like that to really just think about engaging your core. Everything you do, even if you're doing a bicep curl, a shoulder press, you name it, you need to squeeze and tighten your, uh, and just really think about the contraction of it, right? So exercise to do, I will say my number one favorite is planks. And then when you graduate and you get strong in your core, then you can do certain things in the plank position. But if you're not super strong yet, start with the, start with the plank. Okay, so I can't, comments aren't really showing up very well for some reason. So if you um, are commenting, just know I'm, I'm trying to watch. <laughs> say planks though in the comment. So Here's the question number two, and this was actually, uh, this was asked a lot in, in the, the Q&A post um, that I put up, was what do I eat? What in the world do I eat? Okay, here's my biggest tips around nutrition. And again, some of the other trainings I've already done on this very topic, they're, they're, they're organized in this group. If you go up to the top, the word guides, and then there's a belly fat training section, um, the top two videos would be where I would say go watch. Um, at least, um, but there's more than that. But what should I eat? Here's my biggest, biggest tips around nutrition. What should I eat? Eat enough protein. If you haven't heard anything I've ever uh, uh, talked about in any of my other 
trainings in here, protein is key. And one of the biggest things that I focus on with the women that run, that I, that I coach and, and they take them through my program, protein is a very big factor. We talk about it often and my biggest goal is helping women focus on getting enough and focus on getting it in every single meal. Protein is key, guys. Protein does a lot of things. It helps you build lean muscle. It helps you recover. It helps you stay fuller longer. It helps you regulate regulate your blood sugars. Um, but it also is a really big piece of weight loss. I per, per personally, excuse my language, I can't even speak. I personally, when it comes to what to eat, I don't do yo-yo diets. I don't do any of the quick fixes or any of the things that cause you to lose weight fast. I will tell you right now when it comes to what do I need to eat, what you need to eat is food and fuel for your body is going to be my biggest answer to that. What? Get enough protein, eat carbs in moderation, okay? I love to coach with high protein, moderate carbs, low fat. This is my biggest suggestion to you when it comes to eat. Now, I can't throw out a number because everybody is different. I can't say you need to eat 1,500 calories. Because I don't know what your body is. I don't know how much muscle mass you have. I don't know what your goals are. I don't know how much activity that you have on a daily basis. So I can't throw out a number as much as I would love to. Um, then, uh, yeah, thank you, Devin. Again, I can't see, your, your comment is the very first one that I've seen. <laughs> so yeah, if you're not strong enough for planks, baby step it. Baby step it and, and elbows and knees and hold for 10 seconds. And then take a break and do 10 seconds again and just gradually increase. When you get stronger, go to 15, go to 20, go to 30, build up to when you get to 60 seconds. Um, but back to what you're eating, my biggest thing is enough protein. You got to get enough protein in your diet, ladies. It's something that is not natural um, for us. Unfortunately, it just is. We're not naturally meat eaters every single, uh, you know, at every single meal. But that is one of the first things I got to say that I coached the women through my programs on getting enough protein and getting enough food. You guys, if you were eating, I'm gonna throw out a number. If you're eating 1,000, maybe 1,200 calories a day, you're not eating enough food. If you're eating less than that, you're doing yourself a big disservice. You guys, because not only are you probably tired and hangry and exhausted and just, I mean, there's so many things that go with eating not enough. Um, it also has to do with your gain, you're, you're going to keep holding on to some fat. You can't get rid of fat if you don't fear your body. Your body is a car and you're, and if you don't put fuel in it, it is not gonna go very far down the road and it's the same thing when it comes to your metabolism, losing fat, gaining muscle, all the things, okay? So what should I eat? Uh, my biggest thing is enough. <laughs> Again, I can't throw out a number, 15, 16, 17. Some, some women need 2,000. It depends on your activity levels and a bunch of other factors. So unfortunately, I can't throw out a number to you. I wish I could, unless we're chatting one-on-one -on -one because it's gotta be what works for you, not what works for everybody else, okay? So there's no one, one uh, number. Eat enough protein, get plenty of fiber. I will tell you, try to shoot for about 30 grams of fiber a day, okay? Get your green veggies in. Guys, we need green veggies. We need our fruit, we need our protein. We need some healthy carbs some sweet potatoes, some brown rice, unless you're someone that needs to stay away from grains and gluten, because I know a lot of the women in here do for different reasons, whether it's thyroid or Hashi's or gluten sensitivities or you name it. I'm not gonna tell you to cut out gluten unless you specifically need it. Um, and if you have no idea if you need it or not, okay, stay away from the food that says it's healthy, but yeah, I, it's already cooked and all I need to heat it and eat it. 
Process, process, process. Stay away from processed food, you guys. It, it's, it's horrible for you. There's so many extra things added to those foods and a ton of sodium and all, all the other things. So that's my biggest suggestion when it comes to what to eat. If you haven't yet, again, go back to the guide section of this Facebook group. There's a free resources section that has um, a, a sample meal plan in there. There's sample meal plans in there. If you have no idea what a day should look like in your life, Go look at there. You can download a free seven-day plan. It's not customized to you, but it's a great guide to get an idea of what a day should look like with low carbs or moderate carbs, low fat, and high protein. Okay, so there's your biggest biggest tip. Go there. Um, here, here's another question. Number three is why won't it move? Why will this belly fat not go away? Um, there, there again. I can't. I can't say one. I can't pinpoint one thing. But here's my biggest. Um, biggest things I have to say about that because it's very common among a lot of the women I work with, a lot of the women that I talk to, and it's just freaking common in today's world. Um, why in the world will the belly fat not go away? The th Let me see, I got four things, well, three things really, that I wanted to highlight on this. What does your gut health look like? Do you even know, are you going to the restroom on a regular basis? That's a good sign of, if you don't go, sometimes that uh, my gut is not functioning the way it's supposed to be. My digestive system is not on track. Um, gut health is key, it's huge. You guys, if you're not doing anything for gut health, I'm just trying to work out, I'm just trying to eat clean, um, then your gut could very likely be a very big cause of things not moving. It's common, it also could be a big reason of why you're tired. And what do I do? Like clean up your food is a big thing. Okay, more whole foods, less processed. Stay away from fries. Get rid of sugary drinks, you guys, or at least limit it. Limit it. Okay, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm again, I don't coach to cut things out for the rest of your life um, because I, I feel like we're put on this earth to live healthy, but also enjoy it while we're here, right? So you can enjoy things in moderation. But gut health is huge. Um, there's some things you can do food wise. Um, there's a, uh, there's also probiotics guys. If you take probiotics, uh, if you don't, you should. Um, there's also a section in this group in the guide section. There's a gut health. There's a few things I recommend for gut. There's a probiotic. I take a digestive enzyme and a trebiotic, which is what I'm taking now. I freaking love it. If you want information, put product in the comments. I'll send it to you. If you can't find it, it's in the group. Uh, gut health, stress. What does your stress levels look like? If you're watching right now, tell me, like on a scale of one to 10, what are your, what does your stress look like? 10 being, I am stressed to the max. I don't think I can handle anything else before I lose it. One being, man, I don't have any stress at all. I'm perfect. Okay, which is rare, very rare, if, if possible. I don't know. So stress is another key. You guys, stress will kill you softly, slowly inside. It, and it's not gonna go away. Stress, unfortunately, I wish we could flip a switch and turn it off and call it and just get rid of it, but we can't. And so the key when it comes to stress is learn some stress reducing habits because it is also a huge factor of not being able to lose weight, the belly fat packing on and not being able to just get rid of the belly fat. You can be working out all day long, as hard as you can. You can be eating clean as much as you want all day long, but nothing's working. I'm not losing weight, my belly fat is still going, in fact, I'm gaining and I'm still tired all the time. Guys, gut health and stress, two of the biggest things that could be causing all of this. And again, this has been one of the most stressful years out of, I mean, 
I'll be 40 this year. And so all I can really say is it's been the most stressful that I've ever seen in 40 years <laughs> um, for so many people. And, and I don't know that, I don't know, it, it could get worse over this next year. It could get so much better. I don't know. Everybody's life is going to be different. I know some people have been blessed more than ever in this past year when so many people have also been the opposite. So stress reducing habits is key. You got to learn to reduce your stress or all the work you're putting into it may not be doing anything because the stress is, is throwing your hormones off. It's causing all kinds of things going on in your body. So these are things like just breathing, just taking time out of your day to stop and shut your eyes and take some breaths, whether it's a full-blown meditation. Guys, I'm going to post a podcast in here later. Uh, if you don't know Echo, Echo Summerhill or follow her, she's got some amazing free guided meditations. Um, I believe I've put them in the group, but I'm going to post um, something from her later because she also has a podcast now you can follow. She's freaking phenomenal at this, this very topic. Um... But uh, meditating, breathing, prayer time, just simple quiet time, um, you've got to find some time for you. And, and then I'm, yes, that's so easy for me to say and hard for a lot of women to do. But you have to. It's a necessity. Your health depends on it. And so does your belly fat and so does your weight and all the things. So does your mood. But more so, more important, your health. If you are struggling right now, your biggest struggle right now is I can't find time for to do anything. I can't find time to meal prep. I can't find time to work out. I can't find time to do anything. My biggest suggestion for you is find 10 minutes out of your day somewhere. And ideally, if you can start your day with 10 minutes, that's the best thing in the world, I feel, because it sets your rest of your day for, for success. If you start your day and stressed out, rush out, rush mode, that ah, your whole day is going to go that way. Okay? So stress habits are key. You've got to find time for yourself. So important because it also affects your belly fat more than you know, more than you think. Um, so why I want to move, it could be your gut health and it could be your stress. So again, I will, yeah, if you put product in the comments, I will share the information uh, for those products that I recommend. I love them. They've done wonders for myself. Um, and eat enough food. That was the other thing. I already kind of talked about what am I supposed to eat? Uh, another thing like why won't it move? It may not be moving because you are not eating enough food. Another big mistake I see a lot of women doing is that they're working out super hard, but they're not eating enough food. So what are you doing? You're count, you're, you're hurting yourself more than you're, than you're helping yourself. If you're going to eat, if you're going to work out super hard every single day, but you're only eating a thousand calories, guys, you're killing yourself. You've got to put more food in your body for this. Um, if you up your intake, I know some women right now that are working out twice a day. My biggest question to you, are you eating enough food? You've got to learn rest. You've got to give yourself a little bit of a break. You can't work out seven days a week for a really long time, especially twice. You're going to do more harm than you're going to do good. And it affects your belly fat. Guys, everything I'm talking about right now affects your belly fat. And so these are some of the answers to these questions. And if you're watching me now and you're like, I've heard you say this over and over and over. Yeah, it's because it's true. And, it, it, and again, go back in the belly fat trainings if you haven't seen any of those. So why will your belly fat not move? It may likely be your gut health, your stress, or you may not be eating enough food. That's the answers to that one. Um, here's was another question that I guarantee so many have this question. Will I ever have a flat tummy again after having kids and now I'm in my 40s? Hell yes, is my answer to that. Because I truly believe you can. You really believe you. Some of the, it, it, and it's, it's a matter though of, of 
just working for it, it's possible. Don't give up and don't have the mindset of, oh my gosh, I've had kids. I'll never have a flat belly again in my life because you can and you will. And I help women do it every single day. It doesn't matter your age. Does it get harder with hormone changes as a woman? Hell yes, of course it does, unfortunately. Something that we are, that's just how our bodies are made. But it's not impossible. So yes, the answer to the question of will I ever have a flat tummy again after kids and now that I'm in my 40s, absolutely. Yes, but what is it going to take? Uh, consistency and, and then little, little baby steps and all the things that I just talked about. It can be possible, but if you are in your 40s and you've got multiple kids or, or beyond, it really doesn't matter what your age is at all. In my personal opinion, I think age is just, it's a number and it's a number a lot of us get stuck on and a number of think, well, shoot, I'm over 40 now, so there ain't no way it's going to happen. And I, I, will, I will scream it from the rooftops that that is totally not true. You can, and I see some of the people in their best shapes of their lives in their 40s, 50s, and beyond. Um, and so, yes, you can have a flat stomach after having kids and after and, and being in your 40s to answer that question. The next question was, how do I get rid of it? Which I already kind of talked about a little bit. Um, these these kind of questions go there. Let's see. That was a very common question. That one was asked a lot. How do I get rid of it? Lifestyle. Lifestyle versus a diet is my biggest answer to that. I already talked about gut health and I already talked about stress. Those are given. Got to focus on your gut health. Got to focus on your stress. And then obviously eating enough food. I've already said that probably 20 times now since I started this video. Um, how do I get rid of it? My biggest thing I wanted to say about that question is look at this as a lifestyle, not a diet. Stop chasing the quick fix diets that promise all these massive big results and that help you lose weight fast. Because if it's something that helps you lose weight fast, here's my here's my take on that. If it's going to help you lose weight fast, that's cool. You're going to lose it. But guess what happens as soon as you stop that diet? It creates more long-term harm just to, just to lose some weight fast. So obviously, if you know my take on those, I'm solely against quick fixes and hurry up and lose a bunch of weight fast. So it's really hard to be patient, though, as a woman, and I get it. I'm not a patient person at all. My husband will tell you. <laughs> you're not patient. I'm not, I know I'm not patient in anything. I want it done yesterday. But when it comes to your, to my, to our health, you have to learn patience because how do I get rid of it? It's being patient, changing your whole lifestyle, not just the quick fix diets because you may lose some weight, but your belly fat more than likely tends to stay. Even though the pounds drop, the fat stays. You cannot drop fat overnight. You cannot drop body fat fast. You can drop pounds fast, but you can't drop body fat fast, just like you can't build it fast. And so to me, how do I lose it? It's a mindset shift that you have to have in order to make changes, make changes in all areas of your life, reducing stress, upping your gut health, moving your body in a realistic amount that works for you and your schedule because everybody's different. Some of the women we coach do 10 minutes a day and that's literally it because that's all they have time for. But they're seeing change because they're consistent with 10 minutes a day. They don't need hours upon hours. 10 minutes. If you can't do anything, 10 minutes a day. Go for a walk. Take your dogs for a walk. Take your kids for a walk. Um, whatever. It, pace your house. Whatever it is you need to do. Right? But stop the quick. Stop trying to lose weight fast. That's really and truly how you get rid of it. Make some small changes a little bit at a time in all areas of your life. That is really the biggest answer to how do I get rid of it? Um, 
where do I start was another question. Just great question to piggyback off on that one. Where do I start? Here's my biggest things. Um, if Where do I start? You start with one thing at a time. Why? Because if you try to clean up your diet right away, you try to start working out four to five times a week, then I add some gut health on top of that, and then I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that, you're going to you're gonna want to quit after like a week or two because it's too much. Where do I start? My biggest answer to that is one thing at a time. One thing at a time. So maybe if you're that person that lives up here in the stress levels and the stress are way high, then start moving your body simple like with some walks and start a stress reducing habit because that alone can help you in your weight. Stress reducing habit meaning maybe it's just, maybe like I said, that's prayer time, maybe it's meditation time, maybe it's locking yourself in the bathroom because you can't get quiet time other than that. I get it moms, <laughs> I get it. Um, my kids at my mom's today or otherwise I would be the same way. Um, locking yourself in the bathroom and literally quietness for 10 minutes. Maybe it's getting up 10 minutes earlier before the whole house wakes up and sitting on your back patio drinking your coffee in the silence, like just quiet sounds of nature. Like that's really peaceful, believe it or not. And it's a stress reducing habit, you guys. Um, so where do I start? One thing, one thing at a time. Don't start a full blown diet plus a workout plan plus uh, everything all at one time. Um, can you do multiple things at once? Absolutely. Typically what we do in my programs is we start with a little bit of movement, a little bit of movement. We don't throw you full blast into hardcore, crazy hour workouts a day. Like that wouldn't stick. And on nutrition, we do basic things first, basic things first, and then gradually increase. That's how we run our programs because I don't, I'm not a believer of throwing it all at you at one time because you will quit. Um, human nature. Um, so where do I start with one thing at a time? If you live up here in a stressed out, maxed, uh, maxed out all the time, start going for daily walks. And whether it's the beginning of the day, middle of the day, at the end of your day to help reduce some stress, put your phone up. How about a phone detox? How about a phone detox? If you're someone who's glued to your phone and it literally stresses you out, because I see this every single day and I experience it as well. I have a box. I have to put my phone in sometimes and my daughter reminds me to go put my phone up, um, because it can be draining. And it can cause a lot of the stress. So maybe it's a phone detox, but when it comes to food, drink some water. Guys, make sure you're drinking enough water and stop eating fried foods or get rid of your, your sugary drinks or at least limit it to one time a week. Um, that would be a great place to start. So it depends on you. It depends on what are your weaknesses, your struggles, and what are your strengths and start with one thing at a time. Do that one thing for a good solid week, create consistency, and then add another one. Okay, so that is what I would say where to start. Um, another question was, why does it come and go? Like, why does it go and why does it come back? Like, it wants to come back. It creeps back in. My biggest question to you actually would be with that question is, are you consistent? Because if you're not being consistent, like you work out really hard and eat clean for one week, but then the next two weeks you eat like crap and miss a bunch, miss a bunch of workouts, that's, it's going to come and go. It's like losing the same five pounds over and over and over. Five, same five pounds, losing gain, losing gain, losing gain. It's a matter of consistency. You got to find something that's actually lifestyle and it's maintainable and it's something that you can do uh, consistently. And if you're constantly starting and stopping something um, and you constantly stop because it's hard and it's too, it's not sustainable, then it's very, then that could be the biggest answer to your question. Why will it not just go away and stay away? Like, are you being consistent? That would be my question on that one. Um, 
And two more questions. Why does it start? Why is the belly fat coming on now? I've had this conversation a lot lately. Why is the belly fat starting now after kid number three? However, after kid number one and two, it didn't happen. It didn't happen after kid one and two. Um, and, but now after three, I can't seem to get rid of it. Um, that was one of the biggest, or that was a question, but it's actually a conversation I've had with a lot of women lately. Like, man, after kid, you know, I think I had a conversation with somebody the other day that actually has seven, seven kids, six kids, seven kids. Um, after the first five, it came right off, but then the next two, not so much. Um, and so that could be a couple of things. I obviously hormones, hormones change every single time you have a kid. So, and they're different with every single kid. And I'm a big believer in that. So very likely could be, could be hormones acting crazy. Um, what is your stress? What does your stress look like now compared to after having those kids? I know for me personally, after my first was, was, it was not easy. I never, I never did lose. I gained 60 pounds with both kids and it was never easy for me to get it off. It took a, a good, a good year after the first one. After the second one, it might have been about a year and a half, but um, that, one, that one was so much harder. It was so much more stressful for me after second kid, just trying to juggle it all. He was a little bit tougher of a baby, but not not that bad. Like, I mean, he still slept. Stress was different, though. Stress was much different. And all the things I had on my plate after my second kid, then I had on my first. So why is it doing it now after kid number three? Um, it could be... Um, couple things. Hormones, of course. It could be your stress levels now compared to where they were then. Um, kind of look at where, what are you doing now compared to what you do then? If it's the same thing, then it's very likely uh, stress levels, gut health, and hormones. Um, and again, stress reducing habits. I cannot stress enough. And after having multiple kids, it gets harder and it gets harder and gets harder. Everybody's scenario is different. But I would dissect what does your life look like now compared to then? Especially if you're eating the same exact things, that you were then, you're working out just like you were then, but what does your lifestyle look like now compared to what it did after the first few kids? Because um, <clears throat> lifestyle, again, plays a huge role in it. And then the last question had to do with bloating. Um, I'm glad somebody asked about bloating because uh, it's something I'm gonna do here in about two weeks, I think. I'm working on something super awesome that we're gonna do inside this group. Um, it's gonna be a free uh, little challenge that we're gonna do that's actually wrapped around bloating. Uh, I'm gonna help you guys in that scenario. Uh, details coming soon, um, but stomach bloat has, again, it all boils back down to your gut health. If you're seeing a common combination, common answer to a lot of these questions, it has to do with stress and gut health. <clears throat> Why bloating happens, it's so many different things, but ideally it's obviously typically comes from food and your stress. So the foods we're eating, there's certain foods that cause extra bloating, and that's so different. For some people, that's gluten. Some people, that's corn. Uh, some people that's dairy. Um, there's so there's there's a bunch of different things that could be causing the bloat. Uh, hormones. Sometimes when your hormones um, go out of whack, or maybe thyroid issues is a very big common thing too. When some women have thyroid issues, like they're ideally designed or their body responds differently to certain foods like gluten um, and grains and stuff like that. So ideally, they're recommended to stay away from stuff like that. I can't say that that you need to stay away from this because again, everybody's different. You know, if you go into, you can, you can literally, there's food sensitivity tests out there, or there's also like a full blown, um, um, oh my gosh, my brain just went on what it's called elimination diet, um, elimination diet that you can actually go through. Uh, we've coached some of the women through this very process to figure out what in the world is the trigger that causes you 
to have uncomfortable um, feelings in your gut and the bloating. And when you figure what that at, what that specific thing is, then that you can fix your problem just by changing up your food. Um, so a lot of times bloating is caused by all, you know, stress, gut health, uh, and certain foods. It's just a matter of figuring out what those foods are because everybody's different. Gluten is a very common one. However, I've seen people omit gluten and that was not their trigger. So like, what was, what was the point in getting rid of gluten if it didn't fix your problem? So you got to figure out, but the only way to really do that is to fully eliminate multiple things. There's like seven things on the list that we, we fully eliminate and then you slowly add them back in to see what in the world your body responds or how your body responds. So, um, anyway, the biggest thing, I hope you got some of the answers to some of your questions. If you've got more, drop them below. And again, if you haven't yet, go check out the guides section of this group. There's a whole belly fat training section in there. The top two videos are the most recent, where I would say go. Um, and then the, the ones after that are amazing too. Like there's so much information, but the biggest thing, if you're not focusing on your gut health at all, focus on your gut health. You can change it by foods. You can change it by products that help you and assist you. There's some in this group that I love, again, and recommend put product below and I'll share them with you if you want or go check it out. It's in the guide section. Um, change up your food. Eat enough food. I cannot stress enough. If you're not getting rid of your belly fat, you may likely be not be eating enough food, period. You should never go really long periods of time without eating. And if you're going and if you're doing something like intermittent fasting, which is very beneficial, like there's there's proof behind it. I've done it before myself. But the problem I see with the intermittent fasting for a lot of women is it's really just starving because yeah, they're skipping food, skipping, skipping, skipping. And now I'm eating, but I'm still not eating enough food during this window. So you're not, you're doing yourself more disservice, more harm than you're doing yourself any good. So if you're doing fasting, you got to make sure you're doing it right. And there's a key to doing it right and getting enough food during that time. So eat enough food, get enough protein, focus on your gut health, reduce your stress by focusing on some habits. You may not be able to get rid of certain things that are causing you all the stress, but you can learn to manage it better. It's gonna be one of the massive things and work on your mindset and get your fiber, 30 grams of fiber a day. Highly recommend it. So that's all I got you guys, that's it. More questions, definitely ask below. Again, if you're catching this later on the podcast replay, um, you can join our group, acfitmama.com slash Facebook. Join the group if you're a female, it's females only in the group, um, but, uh, or if you're on a struggle bus, you guys, and you're like, man, nothing is working for me. I need, just need to talk to somebody. I need some help and maybe even explore help. You can actually set up a call too. Um, go to acfitmama.com slash chat, C-H-A-T, uh, and just book a quick call. We'll hop on a quick call and uh, can always go from there. So you guys have an amazing day. Happy Thursday and we'll chat soon.